Today on the Daily Scoop podcast from the Scoop News Group. Inside the Army's work to modernize its network outside of the U.S. It's Tuesday, June 13th, 2023. Welcome to the Daily Scoop podcast where you'll hear the latest news and trends facing government leaders. I'm the host of the Daily Scoop podcast, Billy Mitchell. Here's what's happening now. Marks of the fiscal 2024 National Defense Authorization Act have dropped. The annual policy bill has major implications for the Department of Defense and across the federal government. The team at Defense Scoop has been covering the flurry of policies lawmakers have proposed for the coming year to include a potential reorganization of the Pentagon's R&D office. The provision introduced by the House Armed Service Committee's Cyber Information Technologies and Innovation Subcommittee would rename the position of Undersecretary of Defense for Research and Engineering, a post currently held by Heidi Hsu, and change it to Undersecretary of Defense for Technology Integration and Innovation. Federal agencies will now have additional time to collect attestation forms from software vendors, according to new guidance from the White House. In a memo issued last week and first obtained by FedScoop, the Office of Management and Budget clarified details about how agencies will be required to collect cybersecurity attestations from software providers whose services they use under the larger push by the Biden administration for enhanced software supply chain security. As part of the new guidance, they also won't be required to collect documentation for open source software they use. You can read more about these stories and more at FedScoop.com. The U.S. Army is undertaking a massive transformation to establish a unified network. The Global Enterprise Network Modernization OCONUS Program Office, also known as GENMO, is responsible for providing network and infrastructure modernization to global stakeholders in the Europe, Pacific, and Southwest Asian theaters. Tom Dunaway is product manager of GENMO, leading the OCONUS effort as part of the Army's larger network modernization in support of the service's goal of establishing data-centric multi-domain operations by 2028. Tom, welcome to the podcast. Let's start with some background on GENMO. What does the Army hope to accomplish with it, and how has it evolved from the P2E project that preceded it? So to understand the mission, really, uh, let's back up, and I think I'm going to take the second part of your question first. Um, and so if you look at, at P2E, which was kind of our former name for, for since really since 2009, when it started off as uh, Product Management Office Area Processing Centers, um, that kind of really birthed uh, the organization that we've become today, which is Product Manager Global Enterprise Network Modernization OCONUS, or PM Genmo. Um, and so if you look at the history there, again, it started in 2009. In 2011, it kind of started to expand with uh, adding the Southwest Asia mission into that. Uh, being called Defense Communication South System Southwest Asia. Um, and in 2011, they kind of renamed that to Product Manager Power Projection Enablers, which is kind of the root of your question is what, what's, you know, Genmo now, what was P2E? Uh, and then again, in 2012, um, they added the Europe mission to the scope and in 2013, Korea. And then eventually in, in uh, later that year, in 2013 in June, um, after they absorbed Korea, that, that's really be, what became uh, what the current uh, organization is today, which is Genmo, but it was P2E for a number of years, power projection enablers with the global mission of delivering voice video data mission command from afar to all of our stakeholders uh, that are overseas, uh, all post camp stations, um, Europe, Pacific and Southwest Asia. Uh, and then um, I, I guess it was probably about a year ago, uh, we, we've kind of been in really for the last couple of years, we've, we've kind of been kind of restructuring 
where we're going and how we're going to do business. And so it, it kind of made sense to rebrand uh, just to, to give us an opportunity to uh, kind of help us identify or help our stakeholders identify who we are and what we do. Uh, align it really to the G6's division for converging on a unified network. Uh, and it really, you know, we, I, I have a sister organization that's led by a Lieutenant Colonel Koshan Arnold and, and, and that organization is uh, the product manager, global, global enterprise network modernization America. So we deliver the same capabilities. He does it in CONUS, I do it in CONUS. So it made sense to really align both of our names to, to be similar, to help stakeholders understand again, what we do and, and kind of how we do it. And so about a year ago, we rebranded and that's really what birthed uh, Global Enterprise Network Modernization OCONUS. And again, the mission set really hasn't changed. We're still delivering what we've always delivered. Uh, that being voice, video, data, uh, the infrastructure piece, mission command from afar. In my case, it's to all the stakeholders overseas. Uh, my counterpart, Lieutenant Colonel Arnold does all the stuff in, in, in CONUS. Tom, you just mentioned the unified network there a moment ago. How does Genmo contribute to that larger network modernization initiative? Yeah, sir. So, so if you if you think about kind of the what the unified network concept is, right? It's uh, there's really um, it's kind of a, a two part thing where we you know we we hear right now talking about setting the network um, as part of kind of the the phase one, and then phase two is really operationalizing that work, uh, operationalizing the network. But if you, in terms of setting the network, um, kind of what we've done even as P2E. And that was Genmo. What we've done is we've always kind of been in that that framework of setting that network. We've always kind of been responsible for the Army um, to to um, integrate or implement the infrastructure, the voice, video, and the data. Um, and so, really, nothing. You know, when we kind of started talking about this concept, nothing changed as far as what we're delivering. What did change is kind of how we're doing it, and 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 um, kind of how we're attacking the problem set, if you will. Um, whereas in the past, we might go to a post camp station and deliver, you know, a subset of, of one of those voice video data mission command from afar capabilities. Now we're gonna we're gonna bomb into a post camper station, whether it be here or overseas, and we're gonna deliver kind of a comprehensive approach capability set so that when we, you know, when we uh, leave that post camper station in two years, they have the latest uh, capability set. It, they're they're set for the quote unquote operational framework to the unified network, uh, and then we're gonna continue. Um, uh, modernizing post camp station until we've you know um, done all I think the, the number is 288 post camp station in the army so we're going to continue that march until we uh, complete the mission. How is that unified network plan progressing? I, I think there are like three phases, but where are things at now? Yeah, I, I think at one time there was three, and it kind of goes back and forth. But really, it's phase one is set. You know, phase two operationalized. Phase three is really continuous modernization, right? And so if you, if, again, if you go back to kind of the, kind of how I responded to the last question, we've, we've kind of been in that mindset of setting the network, going and implementing the infrastructure, which is kind of the backbone of how the, uh, you know, how we communicate. Um, if you think of, you know, delivering a tank or uh, something that's kind of easy to mold, uh, it, it's kind of the same concept. Um, the big difference is when you're talking about network stuff, the, you know, the, the technology changes so rapidly and there's definitely nuances. Um, when you go into Europe by, you know, by the Pacific or, or Southwest Asia, even in America. So uh, those nuances make it a little bit more complex, uh, but kind of getting back to the framework in terms of setting the network again, we've, we've already been doing that in terms of the infrastructure piece, uh, installing the backbone for what the, the network rides, resides on. 
Um, kind of where we can be a little bit more innovative is, is uh, how we were approaching and what we deliver uh, and, and then kind of align what we're doing to uh, the, the Army G6 strategies um, in terms of his, his uh, kind of his top line mission set and then and then kind of go from there. But in terms of setting, we're well underway on that operationalizing uh, as we, uh, you know, the furlong we get in setting the network and visiting these post camp station, delivering the capabilities as kind of we tackle these that that really transform starts to transform into you know, being able to operationalize the network. So um, from our standpoint, what we deliver to the Army, uh, you know, we're, we're well underway in doing that uh, in terms of you know, the phase three, which is a continuous modernization, which is really probably 2028 beyond. Um, that, that's really what we do as life cycle managers for the network. Uh, we'll, we'll continue to visit post camp stations on, a, you know, whatever the refresh cycle becomes based on funding and priorities. We'll go back and, and, and really modernize those post camp stations globally. Um, and it's, it's really a continuous approach, you know, whatever the latest and greatest technology is, that's what we'll deliver. Uh, and then, you know, again, once we operationalize, uh, and then get into that continuous modernization, it's, it's really just, uh, um, it become you know, kind of in a complex phase now, become much easier once we once we get everything kind of set and, and baselined, if you will. And Tom, as we close that, what are the major takeaways or lessons learned so far in the Genma story? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the, the big takeaway is that delivering global solutions, it's, it's a massive undertaking. Uh, it takes time and patience, right? And so, um, you know, when you try to explain it to commanders, uh, you know, they need what they need and, and, and they need it now, right? And, and um, they're going to figure out a way to get it as soon as possible. So as PMs in the acquisition community, we really have to figure out innovative ways to get the capabilities to the warfighters as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Uh, and really uh, doing that will avoid kind of the commanders uh, going out on their own and, and doing stovepipe solutions, which are really just untenable for the Army to operate and maintain long-term. Uh, and so, again, kind of going back to my, my example in the last uh, question, uh, this is what makes acquiring IT vastly different from acquiring a tanker or a Bradley, right? You, you know when you're building a tanker or Bradley, there might be slight variants, but uh, you kind of know what you're building and you're going to deliver and it's, it's all going to look the same. You, when you talk about delivering the Army's network, um, it's all going to be the same. It's going to be global and it's, it's, you know, we're all going after the same objective. But again, when you go into a place like Europe or Pacific or Southwest Asia, you know, a lot, a lot of times, especially in my case, since I'm the, kind of the overseas guy, there, there's real world stuff going on. Specifically right now, I think we all kind of know what's going on in Europe. Uh, you've got to take into account what's going on there uh, as we're kind of delivering the capabilities. There's, you know, you're, you're going to get, um, there's going to be delays to projects. There's going to be uh, stuff that comes up where we just can't um, do what we're, you know, you know on a, in a timely fashion, do what, we're, what we think we're going to do. So we're going to have to be very uh, flexible and agile and be able to, uh, to kind of, you know, have uh, backup plans, if you will, um, to just to accommodate whatever real world mission that comes up uh, in any of the three theaters really that I handle. So I think from a lesson learned perspective, those are probably the, the top two or three. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, we still, you know, we still have to meet our, our mission of, of delivering capability to the global army. You can learn more about the Army's Genmo program at the dailyscooppodcast.com. The Daily Scoop podcast is available on all podcast platforms. If you've already rated the podcast on your platform of choice, thanks so much. High ratings and good reviews of the show help more people to find it. The Daily Scoop podcast is a production of the Scoop News Group in Washington, D.C. Carlin Fisher helped put the show together and the entire Scoop News Group team contributes. We'll talk to you again Thursday afternoon. Until then, I'm your host, Billy Mitchell. Thanks so much for listening.